This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer and never been to the circus. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and sleeping bag roller upper. And you found the dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration, motivation, and sometimes information. Hey, dumbbells, let's get dumb. Motivation, did you struggle to find it there for a second? <clears throat> I don't know. I closed my eyes because I was it trying like to like you imagine. were searching for something. <laughs> I was searching for what you said. What did you say? Suitcase, bag, roller upper? Sleeping bag. Oh, sleeping bag. Okay, that's my my brain was like suitcase, bag, roller upper. I, going up some stairs, going down some stairs. Anyway, that's I think that I was just doing a quiet prayer. You did recently travel. You do have roller suitcases, carry-ons, that kind of stuff on your mind. And they're um, like so you can't see it because I have I'm, I look like I'm on space in the Zoom, but they're still on behind me. You know, yeah, I haven't put them up. I was speaking more towards, you know, where you have, you go to a sleepover at a friend's house and you bring your sleeping bag and then mm. you roll it up. I never feel like I could get it as tight as my mom and dad were able to. But Mine now that's always your job. Like, yeah, now I can get it pretty tight and my son, you know, is just pretty, his are pretty loose, you know. But do you feel like, did you do that as a kid because you just wanted your parents to do it because you knew they were better, but you had to kind of like put out like, hey, I, look at me trying. I'm trying. Well, false like, incompetence. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't. I don't. I did. Well, let me sit. Let me think. I liked. I liked the feel of a good tight you know, tightly rolled sleeping bag, you know, where it was just like, all right, this is situated. I'm not, I'm not carrying my backpack and this thing isn't unfolding on me and dragging on the ground and all that shit. Yeah. So I loser. Yeah. I'd prefer to have that for myself, but, um, and so if I feel like if I could pull it off in my little, like, you know, lack of dexterity fingers due to my young age could do it. They would. I, but right. maybe it was like the strength situation. Yeah. You were just tiny. You had little hands who could do it. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely like, I, you know, if I didn't want to do some yard work, I would just kind of half ass it and be like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, you know, but I think when in, I, so I knew, I do know what you're talking about. Um, okay. but in regards but to sleeping here. bags. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that. All yeah. Right. Well, it is. I, mean, happy I definitely Father's prefer. Day, I, I so definitely can- prefer if they just fucking did it. You know, <laughs> just do it and do it right. Um, thank you for Happy Father's Day. Real quick, yeah, this is Father's our Day. this is our um, premier push up program episode. Um, we are doing. We are talking push up progressions. Uh, so yep. anything and everything you ever wanted to know about push ups, we will discuss this episode. Yeah. Uh, we tried all kinds of different push-up styles, techniques. You can check out our Instagram to see, you know, probably a highlight reel of all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Aaron and I did go to the world-famous Equinox Gym in Studio City. World-famous because we go there occasionally. Um, (laughs) And we did have an experience. So we will be getting into that this episode. (laughs) Stay tuned. an experience. But it is Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, everyone. Send your your uh, your texts, emails, Facebook 
Instagram messages to Stanger. He's the only father uh, that hosts this podcast now. So it's all going to you. Yeah. As, as of this record, it is Father's Day 2023. Um, a wonderful day. Uh, <laughs> we were just for, talking. Did you do anything fun today? Did you guys go on an extra I, good hike? I did not. We did go hiking, but I I was telling Aaron I don't I don't care. Like I don't need anything. I don't See, like being fussed over. I need that stuff. Is there mm-hmm. something wrong with me? <laughs> no. <laughs> like if it's like Mother's Day, like I told Jason up front, I was like, on Mother's Day, I need you to give me something. Like yeah. I'm not even a mother of a human child, and I. Uh, and I just let him know. I, I at least I'm not like walking him into some sort of uh, you know trap. But I did let him know I was like I will need something. So, um, so you're chiller than than I am. And I should have seen. No, that no, no. I mean, it, it, I guess in regards to Father's Day, I am. Um, <laughs> which is I, I don't know if it's anything to give myself a merit badge for. But I think that there's all different personality types. I think it's totally fine to to want that kind of attention on days for you, it, it, especially like you said, if you're upfront about it, um, if you just are expected, don't say anything and then are quietly mad when it doesn't happen and don't explain <laughs> why, then that's bullshit. But if you're like, Hey, look, yeah. my birthday's super important. Please do something fun for my birthday. And yeah, I like that and whatever. I think that's fine for me. Like I don't give a fucking shit at all. <laughs> I'd rather just be left alone. I mean, I like people to treat me nice, but you know, it's more on yeah. a consistent basis as opposed to like on <laughs> One day. certain days. Yeah. See, I'm cool. Like if, if people are like true pieces of shit to me all the time, I just am like that one day I just want to be pampered like beyond reason, you know? So that's, but I do let people know. And I even have friends, you know, I, my birthday is on the 4th of July. So it is like, I think I'm a little more sensitive to the day being special. Um, like all holidays being special because I want that one. And I have like fought for that one my whole life. Um, so anyways, anytime, anytime you, anytime you split custody with a holiday, on a birthday, yeah, it's tough. It does. It creates a uh, a little bit of a uh, pathology there, because uh-huh. you just look at like anybody that's like a December baby, and they're fucking everybody's <laughs> gone. Nobody will celebrate yeah, my birthday. Sad as shit. Yeah, so I I totally get that, and the, it makes sense. And so you know, fucking roll out the red carpet for Aaron on Mother's Day and her birthday, and uh, you'll have a friend forever. That's right, you will. And then maybe you don't want that, but. I'll give you a couple tips on how to get rid of me. So <laughs> that'll be the next, you, the next step. Tips. Yeah. Tips on uh, how to drive me away. Um, <laughs> no, but happy, happy father's day. Congrats on being down. Uh, thanks. It. I would have been bothered if you didn't wish me happy father's day. So good. Thanks. Well, yeah, that you, you wrote that in the chat. So I knew, I knew I had to circle back. <laughs> Would have burned me up. I do joke that it's the least busy, busiest restaurant day of the year. Yeah. Um, yep. My, I've well, made that joke before just because Mother's Day is like the busiest restaurant day of the year, like Father's Day, like, it's so ain't nobody doing nothing for dads. 
<laughs> fucking ghost town in Chili's. No, but people. But usually, it's like people are like having like big barbecues at home. It's definitely less of like a go out holiday than uh, stay in and like have like grill and have people over and all that. But or it's just quiet because Dad said had they had been uh, other places. Um, Dads aren't doing shit. Um, my favorite I, day though of all the days to go to a grocery store or like usually it's a grocery store is like is Mother's Day morning uh, like before noon because it's just dads and children and oh. it's chaos in a way that you can only enjoy if you don't have kids and like I, I don't have kids I just can go like be a, a spectator and it is my favorite to watch dads just Truly struggle and also nothing. Just- <laughs> say you fucking blew it like buying the little small balloon that's attached to a straw or whatever. Yeah, it's like the last thing in a grocery store. The yeah, morning. it's like not even. It's not even fucking helium. It's like no, it's just a rigid stick that it's on to make it be upright. That's so sad and amazing, but yeah, that's my favorite day. Um, maybe that says something about me, but we don't have to say any more of that shit. Singer, I Dude, am- I, I I used to work at a uh, a country club. I've talked about it on the show before. Oh, yeah. It was the first job I had, and we would do brunches there. And Mother's Day was you made so much money mm, because mm-hmm. it was just you just fucking cranking people out. Yeah, and it was so it was a big champagne brunch, you know, with ice sculpture and all that shit. Oh and like, yeah, I would just <laughs> we had like omelet chefs, and I would just fucking gobble all the food down. <laughs> I mean, just, I, I was friends with those guys and I'm having like, I was like, make me like a 15 egg omelet, you know, and I just hide in the back and just wolf it all down. Well, I was a valet and that was the same thing. Like, it'd be like, you got to get, you have to be friends with the catering team. Cause they'll hook you up with some lobster and some crab. If you, if you're nice enough, you know? So, Hey, we're both yeah, running. I mean, I wasn't even game. looking for the I wasn't even looking for the premium shit. I was anything I could get my fucking <laughs> hands on. 15 eggs. <laughs> 15 egg omelet. Hook it. Yeah. Just fucking popping out of my tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> I was popping out of my, what was it? My epaulets. That's what I was. I looked like oh, wow, freaking Lurch. I've talked about it before. <laughs> the epaulets on my shoulders. What branch of the military are you in? <laughs> I'm in all of stolen, them. <laughs> stolen valor thing. Uh, hey, I don't know that. Okay. Uh, that's where people will falsely dress up like military to try to get special oh, treatment. Oh, I thought it was a movie you were talking about. It might be a movie. There might be a movie called that too, but it sounds, it it is, sounds like a great movie title. Yeah, it does. Uh, but there, you, there are people that you'll see like pretend to be veterans and wear, uh, you know, military. And then somebody that's will shady. ask them like, <laughs> shady. where'd you serve and what you know, and they won't be able to answer it and they get exposed. I did follow an Instagram thing for a while that was just busting stolen valor people, but then it oh was too sad gosh. for me. So I had to, Oh my gosh, that's really dark. Like why would anyone is. do that? Like to get on an airplane early? Like Jesus. I, all crazy. kinds of shit. I mean, yeah. Or, you know, di- or just the, I think maybe just the respect and treatment that it, Oh, that that's, yielded oh that's so sad. Oh my <laughs> God. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's so sad. Wow. I mean, these motherfuckers are like, you know, fucking playing Diablo four all fucking day. And then just like, all right, <laughs> let me just put on my Colonel uniform and go out to seven 11. Oh my God. Salute me. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God. That's so sad. That's like maybe 
That's really up there. I might have to look into a couple of these videos just so I can find some and then see it and then never again. It'll, yeah, it'll fuck up your algorithm for a while to where they keep offering you up. You're like, you want to see this pathetic loser get fucking called out? You're like, uh, You're like maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on how much, how good I slept. Um, I did watch like a bunch of sad documentaries in a row and, and it does, it does fuck you up. I had to like turn on friends, which I haven't watched friends in like three months. And that's a long time for me, but I had to like reset. I said, I need a laugh track. Cause if you watch the uh, Jared documentary on HBO, you're going to need a laugh track after that, you know? Well, your hero, the subway spokesman. Oh, I know we talked about it on this fucking show. I cannot, like, I think I didn't really understand how bad it was. And I watched this documentary and I, this documentary, you know how like before, a, a, like a tough, um, like a tough episode of a show, they'll be like, Hey, if you're struggling with something like this, or, you know, like here's a hotline or whatever, this, this show on, is on HBO max. It's about the Jared from subway guy, uh, all of his like literal, the worst stuff ever. Um, it shows the warning like in like during the show multiple times. It's not even a commercial break. It's like this show is showing bad stuff only watch it if you're okay with the bad stuff. Like, it's like, shows it every like eight minutes. <laughs> it's so crazy. And we should I- have one of those for how boring this podcast is. <laughs> <do you think>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's a Warning. great idea. <laughs> do not operate heavy machinery while listening to the dumbbell. <laughs> Only use it if you cannot and have tried everything else. Go to sleep. It will help you. We swear to God for that. No, this shit was dark. And so, um, so yeah, so that's what I did. And I mean, this guy is fucking famous for holding his big pants up and you know, it was I know, quite but the I campaign. Did this, I did the subway diet. I did it. Oh my God. I did it. Oh my God. I so what was I, it? You just eat the sandwich. Uh, that's it or something. What? Yeah. A six foot, six foot sub, six foot sub <laughs> and you get so much fatter. No, you eat. It's just Let's like, be honest on all the dating apps. The subs are saying they're six feet though, right? <laughs> Let's be honest. They are. Let's be real. And that they're five, nine. Um, <laughs> you fucking have, you wearing lifts in those shoes. You little fucking sub. You're a fucking, you're a six inch or not a six foot. So, oh my God. Um, I did. You just eat a half a, you eat like a six inch sub for lunch and a six inch sub for dinner. And, um, and I, and I did it. What was your go-to sub? It was just like, cause you couldn't get fan. You couldn't get fun. It was just like wheat bread, uh, turkey or, I would do turkey if I was going, like, if I didn't well, care. What's, what's fun there? It's not like there's any, I mean. Well, what's fun is that you don't have to do like shit. Like an Italian sub or some shit? No. No, I mean, oh, like, but where, would you, where oh, would you cut loose? If you had, if you got cheese, if you got, like, the, the there was one Oh, so you couldn't even bread. get cheese. It was literally just, like, you just yeah. get the turkey and the it lettuce and, and that's veggies. it. meat and veggies, yeah. Meat, veggies, and the wheat bread. And then, like, oil and vinegar and mustard. Not even, like, mayo, you know? Okay. Um, but it, they had this one, it was, yes, Italian urban cheese bread. That bread was so good. I would, I still wish I could eat that bread. 
but I just I honestly don't even know where a subway is anymore. <laughs> um, Seriously, I feel like they're around. Aren't they the biggest? Aren't they the most like the there biggest might, chain there is? There might be one. I just don't. I don't know where one is around me. Do you know where one is I, around you? No, but I mean, I ain't looking. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I, yeah. I, I, ain't dr- I ain't dreaming about that bread like you are. So. <laughs> The, the tuna, though, I did like, and that was kind of letting loose because it had a lot of uh, fat in it from the mayo. The tuna? Oh, yeah. God damn. That's fucking embarrassing. You <laughs> may want to edit that out. Um, <laughs> it was. I, 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 did, I liked it. Um, I mean, I like, t- I like a tuna sandwich. It's just I wouldn't trust it from Subway. Sure. I remember even when it was, like, popular to go there, um going i would go but i was like i don't even like this like why am why the fuck am i here <laughs> what the fuck is this shit we would We'd go all go and family. like you, you go and you get like the little chip off the little chip rack and you're oh, just that like, was so f- exciting that was like your moment to shine you get to go pick the chip you want and then they had like, so many robberies they had to put them behind the thing and then you had to be like no down to the left no, uh, to the right. What people were stealing the little fucking 39 cent <laughs> bag of fucking Fritos there. Dark times. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. And then, and then if you're really going nuts, you'd get one of the cookies and, or three of the cookies. Cause I'm pretty sure it was three for a dollar. And, uh, and those, those that's, cookies were uh, that's fire. A, that's a bad sign. <laughs> that's all they're charging. That would be funny if you did steal that little chip tree without looking at it. And then you got it to your car and it was all baked lays. And you're like, Oh fuck dude. I got fucked. Or fucking sun chips. You ever, Oh God, I hated sun chips and my parents loved sun chips. And I think they loved them because they were quote unquote healthy. Do you remember that? They're, yeah, there's fuck, no way. I mean, no. they're like the same as fucking Doritos. <laughs> they are. They're just freaking wavy. Yeah, oh, God. and they're just Nate, like, like Earth triangles. You're like, oh, yeah, this must be healthy. They could be the fucking fattest <laughs> shit in the world, but people are like, because it, because it's named after a planet, it's it's healthy. It's like it's part of the environment. Roasted tomato, basil, ranch dip dressing. Like it's like they save like the the bad for the last word of what they are. Does that make yeah. sense? <laughs> They save the bad for the last word of what they are. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Whatever. Sleeping bag, roller upper. God. God, help me. Well, there's a lot of people that knew exactly what I was talking about. But anyway, <laughs> let's get into some push-ups. So, yes, um, push-up city. I am still sore from this. Still s- from this recording, like whatever we do before we have to record. We tried a lot of different kinds of pushups. Um, Aaron is an achiever. And so she would, she wouldn't just do, you know, a rep or two to get the well, idea. I, you also you're... weren't directing me to say, Hey, I started the video. Hey, I stopped the video. So I would just go on and on. And then later I did like 400 pushups. I didn't do 400, I'm, but I'm an intuitive filmer. So I'll just <laughs> sure. do it based on you. <laughs> I'm giving you options. I'm giving you angles. And so I like, I'll, I'll oh start it God. when you, when you get going, then I stop it when you stop. There's no, you know, God, I'm like Clint Eastwood. Okay. So uh, we got, we got an or email. Maybe Robert Altman. Yeah. That you know, let's go with Clint Eastwood. <laughs> You're like Clint Eastwood. Okay. So we got an email that like was like, Hey, let's do an episode on push-ups. 
Um, you want me to read it? You ready? Yeah, let's read it. All if right. you guys have an email for us, something you'd like us to try, like this episode, we may, we just may be crazy enough to fucking do it. You can send it to <laughs> us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. We may just be fucking sick in the head enough to give it a try So send us that email because we'd love to hear from you and we'd love to try whatever you got for us. Like you wouldn't believe. I felt like I was getting in a little bit of a Trump. You thing were. There. I was about to say, <laughs> holy crap. That was Donald Trump sneaking in to a dumbbells app. They're at the Equinox in <laughs> Studio City doing push-ups like you wouldn't believe. God. Am I allowed to say, I won't say the name, but I'm going to say this. I finally had my first celeb sighting at Equinox and it's a fucking guy that's gotten canceled and I no, said we, I, I'll say it we saw the canceled <laughs> celebrity Chris D'Elia there <laughs> I was like I was like is that I was like I think that's a stand-up comic and uh Sanger didn't have his glasses on or something some shit like that no, I just I just I I just couldn't it just saw like a like a dark-haired guy like I so I can't see his face you know and I, I know like, what he looks like yeah I and just I've seen like, him around that area before I but couldn't place him and then all of a sudden it was like oh wait crap I think that's the canceled comedian Chris Delia and I googled his face and it sure was so little little hot tip Okay, this email comes to us from Chrissy. Thank you, Chrissy. Okay, here we go. Hi, dumbbells. I would love to be able to do a real push-up. I'm a 26-year-old woman and have never been able to do one. I go to an all-women's gym, shout out, to Female Fight Club in the Bronx. Okay, that's I'd cool. love to go to that place where it's all fitness. Everything classes. about that is cool. I know. Absolutely. I only take the boot camp slash strength classes. I love the diversity of classes and diversity of trainers. Something I've noticed is each trainer has their own different modifications to push-ups. Some of the trainers say to just do it from your knees. Another trainer said we'll never really develop the muscles to do a real push-up that way. So we should do it in the actual push-up position and just go down as far as we can, even if only a little. And she suggested just do that every single day. That does make sense to me, but when I've done this form in other classes, the other trainers said, don't bother because I'm barely moving at all, LOL. As two trainers yourself, what do you suggest as a modified push-up to actually train your muscles to do a real push-up? And do you have any other exercises you suggest to also build up the muscles? Thanks. Chrissy, thank you, Chrissy. Ding ding, let's go. Uh, that was a great email. Female Fight Club in the, the Bronx. In the Bronx, I know. When I was in Venice, there was a door that I found uh, that was covered in stickers and it said Fight Club on it, and I did wonder what was up. But this one actually sounds. Cool and not like maybe a trap, you know? Yeah. Have you, you been to New York? The other one was it? Yeah. Have you have you been to the Bronx? Never been to the Bronx. I've just been to like you know various places on Manhattan. On Manhattan. Manhattan? <laughs> I mean, Manhattan is an island. New York. Oh, okay, is that's true. Yeah. New York. Okay, I'm not gonna try to do my accent. I keep really trying. <clears throat> Okay. 
Well, so what we did, God, what did we do? We did a million push-ups. We started with wall push-ups. We went into single arm wall push-ups. Then we moved to the ground to knee push-ups. After that, we did a uh, a push-up where we set a, a small kettlebell under our chest. And so we would do like full body, but we would tap, kind of tap out early not go all the way down to the ground. And then we did, uh, Stanger did a, like all the way down to the ground, but without putting his, like picking his hands up. And then I did a hands off the ground push up. So my chest was resting while I lifted my hands for a second and then came back up. Um, people have different names for them. I have called them a hog push up, but the hog just stands for hands off the ground. So Oh, and then we did a couple show off push ups. Could it mean like as a guy, like because your hog is touching the ground? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! What? <laughs> I'm just trying to. F- I'm just trying to figure out why it's called that, and just offering up some different possibilities. It may be. It may not. I'm not saying it either way. Oh my god. We're just having. We're just oh having a discussion. God. Oh my I guess God. you're leaving out a whole gender there. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Wow. 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 Okay. This. <laughs> We're leaving that in. We're leaving that in for sure. Okay. Oh my God. Aaron, get it together. I just keep hearing it and then it goes again. Okay. So, so then we did some show off pushups where, uh, Steger like did like one where he like clapped in the middle between his pushups. And then I did a, I attempted a handstand pushup, which I haven't attempted in a while. I, I was able to do a half a one and then it, it got scared. I couldn't so. even get into the handstand position. I like, I made like a little lame attempt at it. And Aaron's like, no, that'll be fun. Show your little, like your little hop. It looks like when a little kid tries to like show you a cartwheel or something, you know, like, and you're like, no, it's not. Yeah. I was like, do it again. That's funny. People love when you're funny. Do that little funny dance again. I didn't like it because I wasn't trying to be funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So he said no. Um, But hey, you know, uh, we like to, I like to laugh with as opposed to being laughed at. Um, Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Oh my God. Okay. Are you, are you working on a book report over there? <laughs> what are you looking at? <laughs> no, I just pull, I was just pulling up like, um, etymology of pushup. Ooh. Okay. You want to talk about it? The American English term pushup was first used between 1905 and nine, uh, 1910. While the British, the British folks call it a press up. Um, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree with them. I think push up press is over your head. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, but a bench press. Oh, that's true. But you're right. You still are push. You're, you're pressing something up. I don't know. They, I would say like, like press off would make more sense to me. <laughs> I don't know. Press off. Press um, off. Uh, that one uh, came about, was first recorded uh, between 1945 and 1950. 
little uh little range with the years they're giving us there. Like, <laughs> yeah, when was it? It was first recorded. <laughs> I think you could either. I think you could very easily look at you know. Uh, <laughs> 1905 to 1950 is that what we're dealing with no 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 it was it's not that ridic- ridiculous it was so for for push-up they say used between 1905 and 1910 but the press-up they say recorded between 1945 and 1950 oh, okay, um, okay so if okay. it's recorded i feel like you could get you could give us the date yeah, a little. I get if people are just saying it verbally, like, hey, sometime in this vicinity it showed up. But if it's like, the first recorded instance of a press-up <laughs> was between 1945 and 1950. If it's like, if it was recorded, I feel like we could screw down the date. But At least know, within maybe, a year or two, not five. Uh, but, you know, we're splitting hairs. Um, yep. I, I like both versions. It's what we want to do on this We're podcast. getting pretty granular on this push-up episode. <laughs> Um, I like, I like, um, English words for things. I mean, yeah, it's kind of my go-to. Uh, okay. Is it? <laughs> I mean, I mean, English as opposed to American. Oh, you know, like oh, oh, saying, oh, I get it. I get know, it. I get boot it. No. And for the trunk and that kind of no, stuff. No, I, I do. I do skew American. Um, no, but but do you do push-ups a lot? I usually do a couple to warm up. Yeah, I'll do some, you know, warm-up push-ups. And yeah, I think I I, I, I I like them. Do you? Does it affect your arthritis at all negatively? I I have um my right shoulder uh. Even so, because I have rheumatoid arthritis, I have symmetrical arthritis, so it affects all your joints, really. Mm-hmm. Um, your your immune system atta- attacks the lining of your joints, you know. So when you're, when you're really flared up, you're kind of getting it everywhere. But ev- they find that people, even with rheumatoid arthritis, even when things are relatively calm, you have some kind of problem areas. And so for me, it's um, in my right foot, I always kind of feel it. And also in my right shoulder, I always kind of feel it. And so I always will feel some clicking around. And I'm sure even if you examined my push-up technique, you could see that I'm doing some kind of compensation there to protect that right shoulder a little bit. Yeah. Um, But it doesn't, like, I found a way that I can do it that doesn't, as long as I'm not really flared up, that doesn't bother it too much and doesn't, doesn't aggravate it and doesn't, I don't get any kind of, lingering pain or injury afterward but there may be some imbalances that like you know that somebody were if somebody were to really scrutinize my former technique on it would be able to spot but for me it's like i i'm fine you know as long as it's not causing me any long-term injury like i can just i'm at this stage now where it's like i just gotta it's like the end of planes trains and automobiles when they're just the cars like (laughs) completely like fucking destroyed and they just got to get back to Chicago, you know, and they're just driving anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a lot of pain in my shoulder after I do like a heavy, like if I, if I add pushups in to a, like a program that I have for myself, I do feel it so much worse. If I'm doing ones on the ground, if I do elevated pushups in a bad way, yeah, like where a, you feel like you're you're doing some damage. Yeah, and I, 
so I struggle with like, I want to be able to maintain the fact that I can do a push up. So it's like, I struggle with like ego and I also need to be able to demonstrate. That's how I feel is I need to be able to demonstrate a solid push up with my clients. And so I know it's a thing I need to keep up, but also it does cause me a lot of shoulder pain and in, not in a way that is like, it's like in a way where I feel like I have like worked really hard to get rid of that constant nagging shoulder pain. And then I do like 30 pushups in a day and it's like, we're back and better than ever. And you're like, I worked so hard to get rid of you. I'd like you to go away. So yeah, it, it, it is tough if you're doing, you know, kind of tedious physical therapy maintenance type shit. Yeah. And then you do an exercise that completely obliterates all that hard work you put in. You're like, why the fuck am I doing this? Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. So I, I can, I can say for me with, in regards to pushups, I don't have that. Like I can, I can do a lot of them. Um, I'll get, you know, sore in the right way from it, but it doesn't feel like I'm doing damage to myself. And also we should say, we were talking about some, some gender stuff earlier. Um, you know, it, for for women, there's there's just a difference in kind of natural upper body strength, and it has to do with testosterone and estrogen. And so, you know, it's not uncommon to be very physically fit as a woman, but be limited in the amount of push-ups that you can do or or being able to do any push-ups. And it's not really like a great measure of like, oh, this person's strong and fit versus this person's not. It's just kind of, um, it's just one of those, you know, weird kind of trade off male, female things, you know? Well, and that's like, you know, we can get into it a little bit, but I do think for me, it has helped a lot to focus on building my core strength because it helps like so much in the, like picking your body back up and like learning how to engage your core in a pushup, it helps everyone, but especially when it's like, if my upper body strength is a little less, or if I'm like right now, I weigh probably seven pounds more than I do when I feel like really strong in a pushup. So it's like, you are pushing up your body weight. So you want to kind of have like backup muscles to help you when your arms are like, Whoa, what are you wearing a weight vest? Like this is, you know, just having like a even if you have like a plate put on your back or something to add weight to your body, it is, it does help to have more muscles to be able to help with the push up, not just your arms. Well, yeah. And also if you think about it, if you try to um, pick up somebody that's holding themselves rigid versus somebody that's asleep or something, yeah. it's much easier to pick up somebody that's be holding themselves rigid. You know, yeah, absolutely. it's like, yeah, yeah. The, the, the weight's more contained, yeah. you know, as opposed to, as you know, somebody that's sleeping. A wet noodle. Yeah. <laughs> a wet noodle. Yeah. A, so the, a, yeah. A so there's a, a dead body. Is that what you're Yeah. I was thinking like dead body stuff. Somebody <laughs> drugged. I don't know. There's a lot of things flashing through my mind. I'm like, what am I talking about? <laughs> What's up, Bell Babies? It's Aaron interrupting the episode. Sorry, but you have to. I'm here to talk to you guys about a product I use every day. As a co-host of the Dumbbells, I promote Athletic Greens. You guys, I started taking Athletic Greens because I became a co-host of this podcast and they hooked it up. And now I'm out here paying for it because I love it. I've gotten my husband in on it. We are taking it 
with us on our honeymoon as we travel all of the great cities of Europe because I don't know if they have um, greens in Europe. So we're going to bring some just to be safe that we kind of start the day off on a good foot. But you guys, it's yummy. It tastes good. It's got a lot of good stuff. And you've heard me talk about it before, but I'm going to tell the new people here. What is this stuff? Okay. With one scoop, and I'm talking delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All of those things from one scoop, okay? One. Oh man, that's, you can't, I, I'm trying to save room on packing and this Athletic Greens means I don't have to bring a million bottles, containers, spending lots of money trying to pull all these, you know, ingredients together. No, I just have it. It's easy. It's already made for me. You guys, it's lifestyle friendly. Okay. So whether you are eating a keto diet, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, you're going to be covered here. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. So it has like a mild tropical flavor. It tastes like, um, I don't know. It tastes like you're like better than everybody. No, I'm kidding. But it does taste really like it does taste healthy in a good way, like in a way that you kind of do your chest kind of puffs up and you're like, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm healthy. Um, it also supports better sleep quality and recovery. I have noticed this in my own, in my own journey. It supports mental clarity and alertness. And you guys, lots of people are wanting to take a multivitamin and that is, it's important to choose one with high quality ingredients and ingredients that your body will actually absorb. And, and athletic greens will do that. It is a small micro habit with big benefits. So get into it. If you haven't already, you're probably wondering about the cost. Okay. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Okay. Um, and that is true. Uh, it is cheaper. My cold brew habit was getting me, you know, it was like four twenty-five a day. So this is cheaper. Um, it's also cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself and you're investing in your health, your wellness. If you want to check it out online, if you're like, let's hear what other people have to say, not just the podcast lady, like athletic greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews and it has been recommended by professional athletes, not just me. And it is, it is trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. So look into it, get into it right now. It is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. 
To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Yeah, so I for for me I have found that like using my legs, my glutes, my abs, like all of that is helping with my push-ups. But I also like when we were doing push-ups, I really wondered how over how much I was overcompensating for my shoulder as well. And I had like watching the videos, I can't really see it as much as I thought I would be able to see it, but taking a video of doing pushups is very helpful too, with just like watching your form, especially if you don't have a trainer is it is really helpful to see like, what is your neck doing? What is your, is your right arm bowing out super wide? Is your left arm tucking in like a baby bird? Like, are your hips sagging when you come up or are they up really high in the air? All that kind of stuff is helpful. Ears hang low. Do they (laughs) wobble to and fro? Can you God, how did I know a, you were going to sing that song? Can you time in a bow? Who is that? Travis Tritt? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he did a remake. He did a, a remake. <laughs> did a remake. Yeah, he did a remake. That was a good New York. Yeah, I tell you what he did. He did a fucking remake. <laughs> God, there were so many remixes on that Do Your Ears Hang Low. I mean, everybody had a version. Dolly Parton, Garth Brooks, Do Your Tits Hang Low, Do They Wobble to and Fro. That was one. Remember that? You're getting dirty now. I said tits. That's a fun way to say it. Come on. (laughs) Are you a big Chris Gaines fan? (laughs) No. No. You know who that is? Yeah. It wasn't that Garth Brooks is a... Alter ego. Alter ego. Yeah, that's the word. He um, hosted it or like he, 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 yeah, perfor- he did something he perform- on SNL, right? Right. So he hosted SNL's Garth Brooks and then the <laughs> musical guest was that's Chris the, Gaines. That's the funniest joke I've ever heard on SNL. That is it right there. <laughs> I tell you what though, he had a great sketch with uh, Will Ferrell to where he's trying to write a hit song and he says like, I'll, I'd sell my soul to write a hit song. And then oh, Will Ferrell comes in as the devil and he was like, it's like, he's got like a big, awesome guitar and all this shit, like forged from in the fires of hell. And like, Wait. he's doing like the makeup looks amazing. I think and then I've like, seen it's this all, one. It's cause it's, it's on like Will Ferrell's like best of. Probably. Cause it's a great sketch. And he's, it, so it's like all like scary and gothic and the devil. And it's all this elaborate prosthetics and makeup. And then, so he's like, great. And so he like pulls out his guitar to like, teach me this song and I'll sell you my soul. And then the devil does like, I hate weekends. And it's like all these like shitty songs. (laughs) And even Will Ferrell is the devil knows they're bad. He's like, fuck. All right. No, that's not good. That's not good. Sorry. I don't know what's going on here. Okay. Okay. Let's just get loose and start again. And like, he can't ultimately he can't fucking do it. He's like, all songs suck. It's, It's a great sketch. Hey, do your ears hang low, baby. Let's send it in. Send Chris Gaines, in. Chris Gaines, everybody. Um, so back to our gains. Um, <laughs> that was smart. That was funny. That was smart. That was uh, 
that was better than usual. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> Low bar. Uh, so yeah, so getting into like the technique of things too. Yeah, I don't even want to look at the videos of myself doing. How, how do they look? Do I look okay doing them? Yeah, you look okay doing them. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm sure there's some kind of compensation going on there. That was. Uh, I, I don't think I looked at yours your in the same way. I was, I, you know, you judge yourself more um, than you judge others. Uh, yeah, that means uh, you looked a little wonky, Stanger. But uh, I'm just gonna. Let, <laughs> no, but I will Instagram go back and I'll up. check. And if you look fucked up, I'll let you know. Yeah, see if you can uh, fix it in post. Um, I will. Yeah, I'm good at that. So. Yeah. So I think that's actually like good, like taking a look at yourself in the mirror, having somebody tape it so you can see, you know, if you're kind of like cocking your ass up in the air too, you know, there's all this weird different compensation that, that people will kind of tend to do. And then you can start to play around with different variations, you know, foot placement, arm placement, you know, if you are feeling like you're getting a lot of sheer force on those AC joints in your shoulders, like maybe going a little more narrow on the arms and putting more into your triceps. So there's a lot of technique that comes into it. And, um, it's worth noting again, because like I said, you know, it can kind of come down to, you know, people will put pressure on themselves to be able to do a lot of pushups or do a pushup. And that's why I brought up, you know, this kind of guys versus girls thing, because there's, you know, guys that don't do anything that can, you know, still pull off, you know, 10 pushups and that's bullshit. <laughs> it's know? so maddening. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's purely just like a, a sex hormone thing, you know? So yeah. So don't, you know, don't like, you don't have to look at it as like any kind of measure. If it's a goal for yourself, then great. And there's a way to kind of go about it. And I guess we can get into that a little bit now. So yeah. do you want to start at the beginning of the uh, progression? Well, I was going to say, I don't think I did my first full push up until I was in my thirties. Like I, I really did take a long time to build up that strength. And again, I, it de- like it really, depending on the day, depending on what I've done in the last a couple of days, a uh, pushup can feel like I'm going to die or it can feel like I'm the strongest person in the world. So I, I that all could also have to do with cycles and all that stuff too. Um, so don't beat yourself up on being in your twenties and not doing a pushup yet. It's coming if it's a goal of yours. And now we can get into the hot topic of knees per knee pushups versus uh, full body, but just down a tiny little bit. Um, but we started with wall pushups. That's if you're a brand new pushup person, trying it on the wall is a great start. Oh yeah. We also, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I forgot to say when I was listening to them earlier, we also did like a elevated pushup that was like, uh, one of those taller, like plyo boxes. We also did one of those. So that was in the middle of before you go to the ground, we, we did do the elevated uh, pushups. Yeah. Um, yeah. So starting with the wall pushup, it's one that I forget about sometimes, but I think it's a great, it is a good place to start if you've never even tried a pushup before, because it's going to get you, uh, it's going to get you c- kind of um, accustomed to body position yeah. um, and used to, you know, how you kind of want to flex your arms on the way down, like the um, eccentric movement versus the concentric movement when you're pressing up um, to use our friends from across the pond pond. parlance. Um, 
And so, you know, it can kind of, and then you can kind of experiment with depth and you have a lot of control over it. So there's nothing really scary about it. It's very easy to adjust your feet, um, your placement and distance away from the wall. And then, um, and then also you might get a good idea on your body's, uh, ergonomics and, you know, biomechanics. So you could see like, Ooh, you know what? Uh, a, a more narrow, narrow hand placement feels a little better for my frame versus, going really wide or, or whatever that is. You can kind of play around with that on the wall in a very easy way. Yeah. And just for people, for people that don't know, you're standing vertically. So you're standing completely upright and then you're using the wall, um, to, you know, to press off of. Yeah. Your range of motion is going to be small, but that's okay in the beginning. And, uh, everything that Stinger said is right. You get to play around with position of hands and all that stuff to make it more challenging. You bring your feet closer together, and to make it easier, you take your feet wider. Um, That's pretty much across the board, I think, on all of these. So if you're like, I can do 15, super easy, Um, bring your feet as close together as you can, try again, just mix it up. You can even go one foot uh, to really get wild, or if that gets easy, you can go to one arm on each side, which is what we also tried. Yeah, and if you really want to go for impossible, you can go for no feet. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But you do have to contact the devil for that one. So contact the devil. Don't let your parents listen to this episode. (laughs) It's a, it's a devil callback. Okay. Come on. (sighs) And I don't want my parents to listen to any of these. (laughs) Do you think they would think my hog joke was funny? No. Well, I, Inside, I think maybe inside my and my dad would probably have chuckled for sure. My mom would have been right. like, "Oh God," just like but I like, did. Except then I laughed for fifteen minutes straight. So, I mean, it was gross. It was gross, but that's part of it. Um, <laughs> so then, so then, uh, what the would elevated push ups. Sorry, not good. So then the, the elevated, that's where you're using like this plyo block, but you're not putting your feet on it. You're using your arms on it. So it's just, it's essentially lowering the wall basically, you know? Yeah. And yeah. that, you know, that's going to be more challenging. That is also going to, um, like, this is kind of the area that you can really, if you have a gym that you go to, you can really experiment with all the different levels. Um, if you are working on it in your home, you can use like a counter, a table, um, uh, an ottoman, an ottoman, a couch, couch, couches are hard though for, for wrists, but you could, I would just put like something down for your hands to not get all, or your wrists to get all messed up. But, um, the side of a couch, sorry, that's probably what you're talking about. No, I meant the real soft cushions. <laughs> um, <laughs> hell you could pull the cushions off and then use the, uh, yeah, that's true. Um, but I will say it is a little like the, to me, a elevated push up you can always do like, even like, that's one of my favorite things to do. If you have like shoulder problems, an elevated push up takes some of that tension off. Uh, I always circle back to them. I love them. Yeah. And so this, and this is also, if you are building up towards a conventional push up. um, this does get you in a closer body position than the wall, you know, than the wall. It's like kind of a natural progression. So you're starting at the wall when that gets too easy, then you, um, work down a little bit. 
and you're doing this kind of elevated push-ups. And I would say, you know, ch- challenge yourself on the depth and all that, you know, get your chin, you know, close to your hands and then think about like, um, you know, think about the arm placement and, you know, it's all, it's, it's all you, you keep, you want to keep checking in with all these, you know, different, it is a multi-joint exercise. So check in with all your joints and how everything's working and, you know, make sure your, your hips are in the right spot and pay attention to your foot placement. And cause all of that's going to, you're going to be able to translate to the ground, you know? And so yeah. you want to be on a good, you know, you want to be a good fact, uh, be on a good fact finding mission to be, you know, realistic about what your body's able to kind of do and how you, how you can set yourself up the best for success. Yeah. The thing I see the most with, uh, with elevated, uh, your upper body being elevated and push up is the, your butt starts to want to stay like up. So this is kind of where like people have bring to bring that just, butt with you. Yeah. You got to bring the butt with you. Um, you got to keep your chin kind of neutral. A lot of, a lot of the chin tuck or the extend starts to happen. So keeping the chin just like in a neutral spot so your neck isn't doing all of the work um but again video yourself or get a friend to video you it's such a great tool especially for form and push-ups because you don't want to be looking in a mirror because that fucks up your neck too so you want to be able to stay keep good form take a video then you can also like brag about it later if you have a talented artist friend they could maybe do some sketches and uh, work up an animation for you. There you go. I mean, yeah, really. But get, you got to know the right person. Really go for you it. need to have like Don Bluth as a friend. So, so Stinger, okay, at this point. Do we're you know going, who Don Bluth is? Is he from Arrested Development? No. <laughs> uh, he is a famous um, like Disney animator who went on to do his own stuff and did like uh, The Land Before Time and. Um, Oh, the secret of Nim. Um, wow, that's impressive. Yeah, Five Old uh, American Tale. Oh, cute! You know, that kind of stuff. He was the only one that was able to give Disney a real run for their money back in the day, as far as you know, coming up with some interesting stuff that like competed with like Disney's big offerings. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, I like the way his stuff looks. He's got a good. He's got some good looking. He does. Cool. I, I actually yeah. don't think I realized they he that. Those were separate from Disney. Yeah. Hmm. A little edgier. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like uh Disney versus uh like dream DreamWorks DreamWorks. Yeah. I I mean, I guess DreamWorks is, you know, rivaled them for money, but, but DreamWorks is, um, there's like a, uh, meta corniness to it. Whereas Don Bluth stuff was just, I felt like imaginative and kind of violent in an interesting way. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Peek behind the stanger curtain here, folks. (laughs) I remember seeing five old goes West with my friends. That's the sequel. So the sequel you're talking about. Yeah. The sequel, we went to, to see the sequel in the movie theater and I went with my friend's mom and my friend and she let us buy candy and this was huge because like we were 
probably, I don't know if we were too poor or we just used our money differently, but we did not get candy at the movies. And I remember I got a Snickers and I ate that Snickers before the movie started. And I was, that was like when I learned, like you have to like pace yourself (laughs) with candy at the movie. But I was so excited. I ate the whole thing and I was young and I ate a whole Snickers. I probably didn't sleep for weeks. So, so so we're looking at Super cute little redhead fucking bangs <laughs> framing your face. Yeah, bowl cut probably. Buying the super size Snickers and just wolfing it down <laughs> while you're seeing the fucking the not even the trailers, just like the movie commercial, like the straight up like yeah. you're in a regal cinema. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. You know what? I will yeah. say uh, it is difficult to ration a Snickers out for a movie. It's just like what do you break it up into like six <laughs> bites or something? Right. <laughs> The pieces are, you want to go with like M&M's yeah. or something because you can kind of nibble on them. And <laughs> Even stickers. that, I mean, I mean God. I, 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 I agree. All, they're all challenging. It's all, but it's Snickers all. is especially tough. I mean, it is a delicious <laughs> choice, but it is, you know, you're working out, you're Such working bites out. Such a choice for a child. I don't know. I just love that for a child. I um, don't know what Don Bluth's involvement was with the sequel. Um, he may he may have directed it. It may have been a producer on it. I don't know. Obviously, it's his... Cons, you know, conceptual artwork and stuff that inspired it. But um, warning, this gets boring fast. <laughs> warning, warning. Um, no, okay. Is this is the next part of this? Is do you go to knee push-ups? Do you right. go to just a lower box? Do you go to what we did, which was we put a little kettlebell on the ground and start using a full body like are you a knee push-up person or are you a full full body so this is chrissy's dilemma yes um that who sent us the email and also a little peek into aaron's psychology aaron does not like knee push-ups um but it wasn't necessarily for fitness reason well you said you can't feel them as much right is that like well i don't like them and so part of chrissy's thing is like each trainer kind of has like a uh a view on it and i think that i think that that's probably going to be the case across the board for me i think there is a value to a knee push-up what I would rather, if my client can do a full body push up, then you get used to using those other muscle groups that I talked about. So, with the knee push ups, like it's fine and it, it, it can still build strength. It's not going to take strength away, but you're not getting that full, full body feeling that you can get in a push up. And that, especially for, you know, for people with estrogen as they're, their main, you know, juice, it's going to help get to that full push up. I think a little bit more efficiently. That's my take. Um, I agree. You know what else I'll say about the knee push up? I think it can be effective in, in kind of scratching the push up itch. Um, mm-hmm. as far as, you know, what it's doing from an upper body standpoint they're really hard to do right. So I found that like, you know, even like in kind of demonstrating to them, I would show them to clients and they'd be like, I don't really feel like I'm doing it right. And I would look and it didn't quite look like they were doing it right. It's like you're, 
you know, your placement of where your knees are in relation to where your shoulders are. And then if you're like, again, like if you're bringing your ass with you on them, you know, it can, it can effectively like shorten the lever and make, um, you know, make the push up a little easier if you're doing it exactly right. And still kind of pulling your core a little bit. Obviously you're losing like your leg and you know, whatever kind of activation you'd be able to get by firing your glutes and your core in that kind of way. It's not ever going to be the same, but it can, it can, it can orbit that a little bit if you're doing it exactly right, but it's tough to pull off. And then most people do it kind of wrong and it ends up just being in like a weird kind of neck exercise. And then that's the end of it. And so you end up getting nothing. And then you start to think, well, you know, if we are, if we are having a hard time nailing the mechanics of that, does it make sense then just to have you hold a plank, like, a um, not on your elbows, but on your hands, you know, like yeah. hold the top of a push, push up position because that'll kind of, you know, get you in that, you know, the right body position or, you know, do we do like where we adjust the depth, you know, where you cheat the depth a little bit. So you get a little bit of like that kind of shoulder stability, arm tension and some, you know, eccentric and concentric movements going too. And I, I think where I'm going to land on it is a, a combination of all of them. I know that's some from the knee, some from the, you know, some from a, just holding that push up position and then also some with, um, limiting the range of motion. I, I really like the limiting the range of motion for myself uh, and for, for my clients, but I do see some clients that need the knee push up for now. And then, so I see like the value in it and uh, the other, we didn't do them and now I'm, I wish we would have, but like push up negatives where you kind of like go down and you like do a full body push up, like on the way down. And then you drop to your knees to do the push up. That is also very helpful with like um, kind of building that. Yeah, you're kind of, of like sp- you're spotting yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, um, so the the issue that I find with I, I said it about the knee push ups. The knee push ups tough to do right. Um, with the limited range of motion to where you're using like we use the kettlebell, but you could use a yoga block or a pad or something to kind of like so or you're a dumbbell. Not, you're, you can set yeah. a can of food or <laughs> I had one client you, used a, a a tackle box. That was very creative. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh just make sure those uh lures are inside. You don't want to get right. you know a nipple piercing. Um <laughs> Hey side job could happen. Uh so you're essentially just bringing the floor a little closer to you, you know, than, right. than it would be normally. But, um, the problem that I see is that, so, you know, if you're looking at the entire range of motion, the, the bottom end of the push up is working different muscles. And so, you know, then you kind of at a certain point want to graduate to doing a full range of motion push up, and then you remove whatever little spacer you have there. And then you're great going down and you're great in that range. But then as soon as you get to the bottom, you bail immediately because you're like, Oh wow, I don't have any of these muscles. And that's where the kind of, you know, either the elevated pushups or doing the pushups from the knee can kind of develop that, you know, that, that right off the ground movement that you need to kind of execute a yeah. complete push up, If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? Because when I, when I get tired, it's just like, you're like, oh, you just hit the ground and then you're like, oh, I can't press up anymore. And that's the end of this. Yeah. I do think like the hog push up might be a good, like kind of, it's a little bit of that middle ground where you have to go all the way to the ground. Hold on. I got a cough. (coughs) You have to go all the way to the ground because your hands are going to come off the ground. And then you have to practice, like my favorite thing is having to lift myself all the way from the bottom and lifting it with my abs engaged, my glutes and my arms, like everything, legs, everything working together. Um, But even that, it still doesn't always, it doesn't translate to being able to like, you can go lower than I can in a push up without touching the ground. So I don't know that final like little like, that little inch at the bottom is, it's really tough. Like it's Hedwig's. What? Uh, what was the that owl? show that the owl from no, Harry no, no, Potter? No, 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 no. Cause that's what I'm thinking about. Uh, there's like a broad, like a Eddie Izzard did like a, a one person show on Broadway or something. Hedwig's angry inch. How do you know this? It's, you know, every single thing except Harry Potter's, I knew I knew owl. that was fucking his owl. That they have the little <laughs> thing that, and it died tragically in the the wow. Deathly Hollows book. Um, no, I'm sorry, I, I didn't see that. But that is that is uh, that is true. It's the angry inch, the angry inch. Um, it's interesting because I think that show is about uh, it has a trans. It, you know, there's a trans element to that show very early on um you know not not necessarily early. i mean obviously trans has been around for trans and trans rights and trans folks have been around forever but it was one of those kind of like mainstream entertainment things that that dealt with trans stuff mm-hmm. um and it is weird that that hedwig is used uh in both of them and uh jk rowling is a turf you know so Oh yeah. Wow. Oh. I wonder, I wonder if she knows. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, she will now. She's a huge fan of this pod. Huge. Yeah. Listens religiously. <laughs> She's like, I'm excited are, to hear what they think about press ups. <laughs> we are her religion. Um, I wish, uh, okay. So what, like, okay. When you're talking about these little muscles, which ones are these at the very bottom Stanger? Can you tell us? I do. I mean, so I, I think it's a lot of muscles working together to execute the movements. So I don't know specifically what's, but you know, if you figure, you know, all the different, you know, muscles you have in your shoulder and your shoulder head, you know, we talk about, um, you know, how the shoulder is a core, like your core isn't just necessarily your middle, your trunk, you have a shoulder cords, muscles that work together to stabilize a joint. Um, so there's a lot going on there. Your chest gets pulled into it. Like you said, your abs, you know, there's all these different variables. And so I think that's why it's one of these exercises that's, that's endured because it uses a lot. Um, and, um, you know, it doesn't really take anything to do them. Right. Um, you can just do them right, hop down right on the ground. Um, I, I like the pairing of pushups, uh, with things like mountain climbers or, um, you know, uh, like stabilizing exercises like arm circles and that kind of stuff, because you can really, you know, fry your shoulders and, and, and core and get a good workout by, 
you know, incorporating something where you're you're doing something dynamic like a push up, and then you're holding that position in a plank, and then you're then taking it into another dy- dynamic movement like a mountain climber. Um, you can really start to get all those things on fire. So if you can get if you can get some kind of decent push up in your protocol in what you're doing, it opens up a lot of um, opportunity for you to do some circuits where you don't need any equipment. Yeah, that's true. That I remember my shoulders were burning after we did the chat GPT because that was uh, burpees, mountain climbers, and push-ups, and they were like rapid fire. And that's a lot. I didn't it'll do any do arm it. circles, but damn, that was a lot. It'll do it to you. I used to do, I used to work out at a boxing gym and they would do a lot of that stuff. And then you would spar and then that's all, you know, your shoulders are firing and, you know, even just keeping your gloves up, all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, God. you know, you look at those, like any athletes that have, that are doing that kind of stuff, boxing or even basketball pulls a lot of shoulders in. They always have great delts. God, they do. That's my favorite. Yeah. Good for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Basketball players have great shoulders. I don't think, I mean, I just assume boxers like have to have perfect arms for the whole thing. Cause that's a lot. I yeah. guess, what was it? We did this a couple days ago and I was trying to text. I was, no, I was trying to look at a menu and I was like having a hard time. Like, cause you know, now the menus are on QR codes on your phone. And I was like trying to like, like zoom in and I, my hands were just shaking. My, I was, I did too many pushups. What were you ordering and what did you, what did you look at and what'd you end up getting? I ordered, um, a, an omelet, mm. a volcano a omelet. omelet, volcano omelet. And, uh, I shared a stack of matcha pancakes. Oh, so they're healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Green tea is very healthy. Um, they had white chocolate chips in them. That was a surprise. I didn't know that they would be in them. Um, but they were incredible. Sounds good. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, what, uh, what's in a volcano omelet? It was a bunch of spicy food. Like, um, it was like, uh, chorizo and yeah. And, um, I don't know. Salsa, jalapenos, pepper jack, cheese, you know, all the, all the, it wasn't a 15 egg omelet, probably more three, three egg. Was it good? Yeah, it was pretty good. I think, um, I think I have overdone it in spicy town USA in my life in the last couple of days. And so maybe it was like the straw that broke the camel's back, but <laughs> yeah, I did. Seems like, uh, pepper Jack might be gilding the little Lily a little bit there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's but like I we're was doing like, this. This is spicy. That the cheese is spicy. <laughs> Everything's spicy. Your seat will be spicy. It's like, all right, I fucking got it. Okay. <laughs> God. The yeah. fork will be spicy. The fork is spiced. That has spice on it too. Everything has spice. <laughs> I guess if you are ordering the volcano though, the Yeah, uh, you I if it would have been freaking not spicy, I would have sent it back. That's true. I'll send it back. Where, where was this place? Burbank. What is this place? What's it called? Oh God, I don't remember what it's well, called. Well, don't don't worry about it. Is no, it a home run or is, it doesn't sound like it was a home run? No, it was great. Match. It really was great. I um, hold on, I can find it pretty quick. It was. Did you train prior to going? Did you do like I'm I did? Do like a heavy leg day and then just have a big old breakfast? It was BBs. <laughs> 
BBs. BBs, yeah. BBs. I um but it's like a popular place, I guess. It's like we had we got there at nine. Um also you know what? I will throw a little shade at LA Fitness, it, which is that I was like, I'll get up early. I wanted to do a leg day. I hadn't gotten to do like barbell squats since I've been back from vacation. So I was like, I'm gonna get up early and go do this. I get there at seven. This place doesn't open until eight eight AM. I was so pissed. That's I was so mad. So then I looked up, what time does Equinox open? Because listen, you're pulling me into Equinox, man, and I hate it, but um, I, I'm still at LA Fitness, but God, just the, we've talked about it. We don't need to talk about it. It's just nice. It's just nicer. And you might get to see a fucking canceled comedian, and that's so fun to me. Um, Holy shit, Louis C.K. is doing pictures <laughs> from his knees. <laughs> Man. I hope he doesn't jerk off in front of me. <laughs> that was his thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was his thing. Um, but no, he. BB's. BB. Do you remember like there used to be a store like clothes called for beat, like a store called BB's in a mall and malls. <laughs> the way you said that made. Um, I know. It, was, it, it no, sounded I, like I was in a chat GPT. Talking yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do no. you remember how there used to be a store <laughs> called BB's that was in malls stores? <laughs> It was pretty good. No, I don't. I don't remember BBs. I'm sorry. There was a store. It would be in malls. Like <laughs> I, there wasn't like it wasn't uh-huh, like a freestanding uh-huh. store. It wasn't like it was like Abercrombie. You know, you go to Abercrombie. You go to a mall <laughs> to get that experience. You're powering you know? down to GPT mode. <laughs> um, and uh, when I lived in the Bay Area, I had this girlfriend, and she worked at a BBs, and like I would like drive over there and like visit her at work, and like. <laughs> Just wait so for, this is a like, real place. For, yeah, it was a it was a real place. It was B E B E. Everybody would say like Bebe, you know, because they were they would do like fashionable jeans or whatever. But it was called B. If they the people that worked there said BBs. BBs. Um, and uh, we would just like wait for her to get on break and then just like go out into the car and like kiss each other and then she would like have to like run back into like work and stuff and I, yeah I this just, is b-e-a-b-e-a-s i wonder if it's they if they pivoted and just went to food no no this one was b-e-b-e oh okay yeah okay. uh but uh this is like a real fancy mall that we that this store was in and so i remember one day like in one of our like um encounters where like i would just like quickly go over there and fuck her during her break and then send her back into work. Um, we saw like there was a restaurant that opened up and there was all these like cars in the valet and it was like, um, real fancy looking on the outside and we're like, Holy shit. Like, what is this place? And there was like Lamborghinis and stuff parked down front. And so like on a anniversary, um, like I, after work, like I surprised her. I was like, I got a reservation at this place and I'm going to take you to it. And so we're like, Whoa. And we like, kind of like, wandered in there and felt like all crazy. And then like the server came over and they um, did this whole presentation on our table where they mixed this stuff together. And we're like, what do we even order? And we were trying to figure it out. And uh, you know, the, the, the server like, you know, made suggestions to order and we ordered all this stuff and we really felt like we were, you know, at a fancy to do place and uh, spoiler alert. Um, the name of the restaurant uh, was P.F. Chang's. 
I started to see that coming. I didn't know. We had no idea what it was. It was like the one of the first PF Changs. We had no idea it was like part of a chain, and that it was eventually just like you know, just uh, trash. Everybody, yeah, just a fucking cheap, you know, shitty, stupid food. But it felt like to us, it felt like such like whoa. And they're like, we're gonna make up a sauce at your table, and like it felt all fucking fancy and shit. I mean, they still have one of those at the Sherman Oaks and I'll say mall, but it is, wow, it's not a mall, but it, they do have a PF Chang's and there is like uh, one of those, like the horses in front, like they still, yeah, they have like the giant fucking yes, horses yes, and like all the decorations. Trying. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think people like it. People go, yeah, it's comfort food, you know? Yeah. That was one of those things too, where you figure like, I want to eat something light. I'll get something, you know, the chicken thing from pf changs or whatever and then you find out that like there's more sugar in that than you know a swim like if you fill the swimming pool full of sugar <laughs> like the kung pao chicken at pf changs is 800 grams of sugar <laughs> well i will say i just was showing my i did a phone call with my parents before this where i was showing them pictures from our jason and i's honeymoon and it what your story reminded me of is I was showing them, my parents don't care about like pictures of food, but I was like, I'll show them one picture of this like great meal we had. And it was, um, gnocchi. And I think I talked about it and tomatoes and basil. So I show my mom and she's like, she's like, what is that corn? And I was like, no, it's gnocchi. I said that already, but it's, it's gnocchi. It's pasta. And she was like, Oh, they have that at Olive Garden. And I was like, Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, they do. I they have it at Olive Garden, Mom. So just head I on over. Yoki on the cob at Olive Garden every time I go. <laughs> oh my God. So that's that's where I came from. You know? Hey, I mean, I was like I mean, we were like the fucking Beverly Hillbillies in there, you know. <laughs> it's corn. Looks like corn to me. Uh, the, I, yeah, I mean, I was very relatable. I mean, I was fucking, you know, couldn't get my jaw off the floor after my P.F. Chang's experience. <laughs> no way people could tell we had just had sex in her 1984 Chevy Nova. No way people could tell. I mean, you were taking yeah. her to P.F. Chang's. Come on, Stang. That's nice. Yeah. Get whatever you want. <laughs> just no drinks. <laughs> Well, I hope, I really hope this helps, Chrissy. I can't imagine it did, but I really hope it helped. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you could always ask us more dialed in questions. We're a lot better at answering those. Um, would you say, would you say that's right? <laughs> yeah, no, I'll say, I'll say for anybody out there that's looking to pull off a complete conventional push up from the floor, mm -hmm. I'll say conventional because I don't. She said real, and I think you're doing yourself a disservice. I would say any kind of push-up you're doing is, is is real. And um, I would imagine that these um, uh, female fight club classes, boot camp classes in the Bronx are fucking tough. Yeah. Um, and so I would say if you're trying to train to be able to get one up from the floor, um, do, do experiment with all these different forms um, so that you're training, you're finding a way that you can, that you can, that you train in every range of motion. Um, so you're working, you know, the, the stabilizing component, the core component, the um, you're, you're trying all the different body positions and you're doing some level of movement in each one and you can be systematic about it, you know? So 
obviously the ones that you can do a lot of the right way, you know, make that the kind of foundation of your workout, um, just so that you're building up endurance there. And then, you know, start where you can on the, the other movements, um, and start small, just make sure you're doing everything right. And then, uh, scale up as you get stronger, um, which you, uh, undoubtedly will. Love it. Love that advice. Um, I would also say you could also do assisted push-ups all the way to the ground. I think we did, uh, we used them for, uh, we talked about it doing, uh, doing like with the little bands around your elbows. That's another way that kind of like helps. I'm sorry. My dogs are barking at maybe, uh, someone robbing us, but they all, that also can help kind of in that middle ground of figuring out where your levels are. That's great. I think that's, uh, that's good advice. Aaron's going to check on her dogs. I bet they're like, uh, maybe like chasing Jason around. Like he's got like a bunch of sausage links or something. And he's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. no. Uh, yeah. He, he likes to try to, you know, uh, test the dogs with what he can get away with. And sausage links are the funniest thing, you know? So that's what we do. We're big funny uh, house around here. That's funny. It would be tough to feed Clifford the big red dog enough, right? Absolutely. I we were just talking about how much food Andre the Giant would have to eat. I don't know why we were talking about it, but we were just talking about like how much food does that man eat? Like same with like Shaquille O'Neal. I know he's not even as big, but like, man, what so Clifford the Big Red Dog, he's in that crew. The biggest. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think Clifford's probably eating more than Andre. You think? Shit. I mean, he was like, he couldn't even sleep in the house. That's he true. had like a, she had like a little house and then he, his dog house was the size of their house. They had to get like a <laughs> multiple lots, like Leo DiCaprio in LA. <laughs> like he's got a compound. He's got multiple lots. Like Leo DiCaprio, everybody. Well, on that I just note. saw that in a, <laughs> um, popped up on my Google news. He's, you know, got a couple different uh, adjoining properties that he's going to turn into a giant compound. I mean, um, for all his young girlfriends, let's talk about it. <laughs> I mean, they as long as they're the right age, right? When does he duck out at like 26. 27 or something? 26. 26. When their frontal lobe is fully developed, he wants out. <laughs> That's it. He said, I'm good. Thank you. Bye. Uh. Yeah, it is. It is weird. And then also, De Niro just had a baby, and Pacino just had a baby. Yeah, there's something. They're like in their 80s in the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something. Are men okay? That's what me and um, Melissa text each other a lot. No. Are men okay? No. Yeah. They're. I mean, we are everything that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, I guess that's it, y'all. Uh, email us, text us, uh, I'll, we'll put our phone numbers, uh, in the, in the show notes. Um, I'm not putting mine in there. <laughs> hey, I got them both, baby. I'll put my address. Okay. Welcome weird. to tap on my bedroom window. <laughs> hey. Choice. Choice. hey, Stanger, did you mean what you said about Clifford, the big red dog? Yeah. All right. Bye. <laughs> That's the extent of it. See you tomorrow (laughs) with one more question. Hey, um, (laughs) Hey, pretty girl. Did you go to college? Did you get your PA with all that knowledge? 
uh, do you remember that uh, parody of the Whisper song by the Yin Yang Twins? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> It's by the Lonely Island. Uh, anyway, check that out. Uh, if you guys have a question for us or you want to know more about Clifford the Big Red Dog, um, keep tuning in because we got a lot more to say about him. Um, you can also find us at the Dumbbells across all social media platforms. You can also reach us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. That's what Chrissy did. She had questions about push-ups. Um, we gave her a lot of airtime. That could be you, listener. That could be that you. That could be you. Are you as cool as Chrissy? Probably not. You got to be in your 20s. You got to be living in the Bronx. Working um, out in the Bronx, doing a fight out club in the, in the Bronx. Yeah, that's a pretty uh, specialized population. But hey, she set the bar pretty high. And so nobody expects you to, to achieve the heights that Chrissy has. <laughs> uh, so, you know, right in. Might be you. Uh, on behalf of myself and Aaron mm -hmm. McGowan, we are the dumbbells. So well as Andre the Giant, Clifford the Big Rig Dog. Who knows who eats more? My bet is uh, on Clifford. Aaron's not sure about it. TBD. I think Chrissy would, Chrissy would agree with me. She's also wow. an honorary dumbbell wow, for this wow. episode. We'd like to remind you guys to train dirty. Eat clean. And live in between. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>